ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Wednesday, June 3rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true. Great taste only. 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We actually have someone manning the phones today, so you can call the number and be a part of the program. Coming up later, we're going to hear from C.J. Harvey from WCHS and Fox 11. We're going to just talk to him. We haven't caught up with him in a while. C.J., of course, one of the guys that covers the beat on the Thundering Herd. And, of course, he works with Mark Martin as well. And you see him on the TV broadcast and all the other Marshall specialty programming. So he's coming up on the program here in a few short minutes. And we'll talk to him about a little bit of everything. So I'm looking forward to that. Let's get you caught up on what's happening today. This morning, Marshall University sending out another release. An additional student athlete has tested positive for COVID-19. Now, Marshall has been testing their student-athletes before they're permitted to be a part of activities. Of course, this is voluntary activities. The players are required to quarantine, then test, and if they tested negative for the virus, they were able to join the voluntary workout. Now, Marshall already has acknowledged that their testing caught three positive cases, one with an employee and two student-athletes in the athletic department. So Marshall sends out the alert today that an additional student-athlete has tested positive for the virus. So as the other two athletes and the staff member were notified, they're now in isolation. They're self-quarantining. They are following the guidelines so they can, if need be, receive treatment and all the other procedures that go along with this because honestly I don't know all the details of how you treat this once you have it since there is not a cure I I know there are several ways to go about this so I'm not even going to hazard a guess or give you wrong information but there are protocols in place let's just say that protocols in place and the thing here is again the student athlete asymptomatic according to the release and the good news is It doesn't appear to be related to the other three cases. So it's not as if there's a hot spot and you've got massive infections or a community infection. So these are at the time, you know, thought to be isolated, unrelated cases. And university and public health officials believe, according to the release, that None of these student-athletes and the one staff member contracted the disease on campus. So there's not a concern to the point that, okay, it's wild on the campus. But again, the testing caught these, uh, these positives, and now Marshall's taking appropriate measures to keep them safe, healthy, and away from the population that is on campus practicing, well, voluntary workouts. We've got two additional student-athletes that tests are pending for. And if they come up negative, I'm sure we'll hear – I hope we don't hear anything else. I hope we don't hear anything else. And they come up negative, and they just join in with the volunteer workouts. But Marshall's been very transparent when it comes to alerting 
the student population and the public in general when it comes to these positive tests. So uh, kudos to Marshall and, of course, the athletic department as well for being very transparent. I know that was a theme Mike Hamrick spoke with us a couple of nights ago. You can go back to our podcast and listen to that episode if you would like. But this is, again, the testing's working so far. You have identified cases. You have isolated, and they have not been in contact, hopefully, with other student-athletes who are participating in these voluntary workouts. Now, uh, we got a lot to get into, and I'm going to save some of this for later. West Virginia University, they announced that they are going to require mandatory testing of all faculty, staff, and students if they're going to be on campus this fall. Mandatory testing. We're going to talk a little bit about that later on in the hour. Also, some news came out yesterday from the Herald-Dispatch. Grant Trailer, who is the beat reporter for the Herald-Dispatch, HD Media, covers the Thundering Herd, does a fantastic job, as always, uh, according to sources. Uh, he has a little bit more detail on the format changes in the regular season and the tournaments. Some of this we we knew from previous reporting. Some of this we've heard from different sources as well. Grant's got a little bit more detail than most, though. We could see regular season and postseason tournaments changed. We don't have the official word yet, but again, Grant standing by his sources, and we'll stand by Grant until we get an official word here. Conference USA, as we knew, going away from bonus play, we understood that was going to happen, and they're going to maintain, the league's going to maintain an 18-game regular season schedule for the 2021 season. Here's what's going to be different, though, because cost is a big factor in Conference USA. So what's going to happen? Teams are going to have home-and-home series within league play with their five closest league competitors. You're going to get 10 league games, 10 games with five opponents. You're going to have a home-and-home series, so the rest of the games are going to be eight members of the league, and that's just going to be a regular schedule. So 10 of your games are going to be a home-and-home, and I think that's a great move. Keep Marshall from traveling as much as possible, And I think you're going to see that this is going to be a little bit more interesting. I always thought that Marshall would be able to form better rivalries with the teams that are closer to the university if they play them more. Western Kentucky is a great example. You see Western Kentucky twice a year in basketball. I think that's a great series. I think it's a good rivalry. It's one that hopefully Marshall and Western Kentucky can build upon. I don't know if it's going to ever measure up to the 100 miles of hate, which is by the way, one of the best sports rivalry names in college athletics. I don't think there's too many that are better than that. I just love it. It's simple, and it speaks volumes. There's a 100 miles of hate between these two institutions. So that's Grant Trailers reporting in the Herald-Dispatch. We'll find out the official word hopefully sooner than later what is going to happen. Uh, Something else is going to happen as well. Uh, You're going to have, of course, a reduction in the volleyball tournament. You're going to see less games there. It's going to be a one-day event. Also, men's soccer, the tournament is not going to happen. That was my understanding from reading the report. So you've got some changes to some of the postseason tournaments and some of the formats. 
We'll talk more about that as uh, the show progresses and as the weeks and months progress as we continue on with sports during a crisis, a pandemic. We're trying to figure out what that's going to look like here day to day. We're going to change gears. We're going to speak with C.J. Harvey when we come back from break. I'm looking forward to catching up with him from WCHS and Fox 11. Later on, we'll outline some of those details. If you're a WVU student, your faculty member, if you are on campus, there are going to be some rules and guidelines, and I'm sure Marshall is going to have their rules and their guidelines as well. We'll see what the university comes up with in the weeks and months ahead. But West Virginia, they have their outline of what it's going to look like if you attend fall classes on the campus. We'll go over that later on. But C.J. Harvey, my guest, when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Still to come, C.J. Harvey from WCHS and Fox 11. We're going to talk to him here in a few moments. Also, this hour, we'll take your phone calls. When we do open up the phone lines, it's going to be 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, our sponsor of our phone lines. Miller Lite hold true, great taste only. 96 calories. It is the original light beer. And, of course, later on the program as well, we're going to detail more about West Virginia University's plans. They're going to have mandatory testing of all faculty, staff, and students who will be on campus this fall. I can't wait to see what Marshall's plans are going to be. I'm sure it's all going to be similar as well, just different wording on the same plan. But we'll outline what WVU officials have said today. We'll talk about that later on the program. But let's welcome to the show now. He works for WCHS and Fox 11. He is the heir apparent to Mark Martin in that kingdom. He's C.J. Harvey. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Quite, quite the uh, the introduction there. I don't think I deserve any of that. I mean, it's true. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, is Josh Lewis even work there anymore? I mean, is that guy even on, yeah, on the you air? Know, you know what? Unfortunately, Josh, yeah, Josh is Josh is definitely 100 percent here. We've all been uh, busting tail over the last couple of months. Uh, in different ways, but you know, unfortunately, Josh went down. He uh, he like tore his meniscus, and so he's actually <laughs> he's out of the game for uh, a little bit here. We're we're wishing him well, and hopefully, he can get uh, the surgery he needs here soon enough. Uh, he's of course in high spirits, and if you know Josh, he's uh he's an all around great and really funny guy. But uh, yeah, he's uh he's been taken out of commission a little bit here, so uh, we're 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 hoping he uh, recovers here soon. But I, I mean, yeah. somebody's got to fill in. <laughs> I mean, Horace Grant was no longer on the Bulls team. Somebody had to step up. Well, the difference between between any of us and Horace, none of us are spilling uh, team secrets to uh, any of the other reporters outside. So we're trying to keep all the we're trying to keep all of the good stories internal. We're not trying to make any uh, buddy mad. This isn't like you meet at the park like an anchorman where you have the fight with all the <laughs> sports teams. You know, every now and then. Every now and then, sometimes we I, I get my crew and Keith Morehouse and Jim Tracy from WSAZ and Anna Tarullo and Jake Siegel from Channel 13, WOWK. We all do occasionally meet in the park and we throw down on the uh, the basketball court, not so much in a like a barnyard brawl, but uh, we, uh, we'll, we'll throw down. I, I wish. I'm completely lying. I wish that would happen, but uh, 
I think school every single one of those guys, but uh, <laughs> maybe not. I do hear Anna Tarullo from Channel 13 used to be a basketball player, so I, I uh, think she has some game if it ever came to that. I'm not even commenting on Anna. I'm not commenting on Anna. <laughs> she, I hear every time she comes on your show, there's always some kind of like issue. There's always an issue after the show. There's she, always an issue, period, you, when I, when I talk to her. her. Yeah, there's always an issue because I made the mistake – of subconsciously, you know, just, you know, because I usually say thank you, sir, to, to most of my guests. And, you know, I was just like, hey, thank you, sir. Oh. And then, you know, Anna is just, that's just like been Anna's thing. And she needs a new joke. Yeah, well, there are, we, I think we all need some new jokes right about now. But, uh, yeah, that, that, I remember that day well because you were, uh, you were feeling pretty uh, sorry after that one. Yeah, I kind of felt really bad, and then then she ran with it. I'm like, you know what? I don't feel bad anymore, <laughs> Becky Lynch. I don't. She she wasn't going to let you live that one down. No, so she never will. No, so now I'm going to buy her a Becky Lynch uh, T-shirt from WWE, uh, the man. <laughs> right. I'm just going to buy that for her, and um, you know, that's going to be the narrative I push for the rest of my life. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think she can respect that. Of course, she'll, she'll respect that. Um, what needs to happen is. Anna needs to join our fantasy hockey league and experience what real trash talking is, what real animosity <laughs> sounds like. She wouldn't survive 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, we're, those of us, I'm sure that you've talked about your hockey league once or twice on here. I, I don't know if you have, but. Hey, for, thanks for, for listening to the show. That, I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> for, for everybody, I, unfortunately, right now is like our crunch time as well. So I don't always get a chance to tune in. I wish I could more often. There's a All podcast. You know, I'm just saying. You know that I'm a big fan. <laughs> well, I'll stop while I'm ahead. But uh, my point being is uh, for it, it, those of us who are in the league are still very salty about how it ended. Uh, the, the ones that made the postseason – are pretty salty because we all thought that we had a chance to beat you, Paul. And I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Oh, no, I'm not going to leave it at that. I'm not going <laughs> to leave it at that. I'm, I'm not. You know why? Because I won that championship fair and square. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I had a regular season record of 19-2, and C.J. Harvey. 19-2. and two. I had two losses, and I avenged both those losses. So I was 19-2. and two. The closest competitor to me record-wise was Michelle Carroll of WCHS, 15-6, and six, <laughs> number two in her division. I was number one overall. Yahoo made the rules. The season got canceled. <laughs> they made the rules. I got the memo. I sent it to you. You see, I've talked about this before. Everybody was salty at me as the commissioner. I won the league. Yahoo posted the, the virtual trophy up. It's mine. I won. Doesn't mean we still can't be a little salty, but we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it there. Yeah, because we'll you don't want there. me to outline your season. <laughs> you want me to outline your season? No. You know what, though? We fought hard. We were in the postseason. We, we, you know, after last year's disappointing season, this year was unbelievable in terms of uh, – the comeback. I think I should win comeback player of the year, just in my opinion. Uh, there, there, there could be a few people up in the air about that, but I'm just saying. Uh, I'll, I'll look into that. You know, we should have some, some postseason <laughs> awards. I'll come up with some postseason awards and some pearl Not a bad idea. Not um, a bad idea, Paul. 
I really want to do this up next year, and, and of course, we're not going to spend all the time here on this, on, on fantasy hockey, but I want to have a President's <laughs> Cup, of course, a, a real trophy. You know, maybe we can actually have some more members of the media, like Anna from WOWK, we can get her involved. I mean, let's see what her trash talking looks like. Because uh, all right, let's. We're not going to name names. CJ and I, of course, are, are good friends. Uh, we have a, a, a great friendship, a mutual respect for each other. So we're not going to take this seriously when there's a grievance. But some people in this league were hurt, upset, mad, angry. I'm not naming names because I love each and every one of them, but there were some contentious moments. And our show producer, Spencer Dupuis, when he voiced his concern about the trophy being with an asterisk, I reminded him that he was 7-14 and and 11th out of 12th, so he had no voice whatsoever. And I've got a lot of respect for Spencer. Uh, I thought you weren't going to drop any names here. Although, when it comes to Spencer, he's, he's fair game. Okay. Spencer's fair, fair game. Enough. Sorry, Spence. It's okay. He knows I love him. He knows all he just needs a little extra attention now and then. Yeah, there you go. So So this is what the show's been. Some days it's uh, I'm talking to Mike Hamrick and I'm talking to Bernie Dolan. Uh, other days I'm talking to uh, a basketball player or somebody. And then a lot of the days in between all of that is if I'm not lucky enough to talk to someone like you, it's you know, we're all COVID-19 reporters now in this new day and age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. That's very, very true. And I, I know that all too well. I had, I've, uh, you know, generally, uh, when things were normal, I was a full-time sports reporter, did everything for Mark and Josh. And it seems like each month I've, I've slowly lost days. My boss has been stripping me of sports related days down more Corona news. It's like I was, I was working with Mark like for four days, doing one day of uh, coronavirus, and now and then it was three days and two days of sports, and now it's uh, I'm lucky to get one one day of uh, helping Mark out, which has uh, not been disappointing. Uh, there have been a, a lot of great stories, and and right now the, the the news coverage for the most part has been about the coronavirus and obviously the uh, the turmoil going on around the nation right now with the the protests and the riots and whatnot. So the news has been that. Um, but uh, I, I told Mark the other day, it's like, I don't even know him anymore. I don't even get to see him on that often. So the guy that I worked hand in hand with for uh, shoulder to shoulder with for two and a half years, it's like, man, I don't even see him anymore. So we're, we're all hoping things can slowly get back to normal. Of course, uh, we don't know quite when that will happen, but uh, we're, uh, we're, we're hoping for the best here soon. How challenging is it to try to put together a sports cast? Um, I mean, it's it's extremely hard for me on a daily basis to come in and talk for 30, 40 minutes and not have sports anchor the show the way it has in the past. How hard is it for you to find interesting stories? Because you don't tune into the nightly sports and just get the sports scores. I mean, that's part of it, but you're doing news human interest stories. I mean, you yourself had something yesterday that really seemed to pop. Yeah, I, uh, it is difficult to answer your question. It, it has been slightly difficult. You know, I'll kind of round back to that in just a minute. Yesterday, I, I kind of had a, a news sports hybrid mix story. It's kind of like when you bring sports to news, when sports makes news. I know that that's a, a term that we in uh, this this side of the business, uh, you know, often referred to as like when sports makes news, it's so important. I kind of had one of those stories the other day. Uh, I uh, met with 
Capitol High School and football coach John Carpenter. And he obviously is the coach of Capitol High School. And, and my question to him kind of was, you know, as a coach, what is your message right now, um, you know, being a, a guy that a lot of athletes look up to? You know, a lot of kids on his team are black. They live in African-American communities. They look up to him for guidance and you know, what's your message now? And so he dived into the little, a little bit of a, about that. You know, you, you kind of have to fight for, you know, what you think you deserve. And, and you have to defend yourself when you think things are unjust. And, you know, what was, you know, unique about Carpenter also is he adopted two little girls of Caribbean descent. He has two little black girls, he and his lovely, lovely wife, Leslie. And so a lot of those conversations that he was having with his players about, you know, defending, standing up for yourself and not, you know, laying down when things aren't right. The message that he's been sending, he's been also sharing with his daughters in a lot of ways. So it was a, a full like circle of life kind of moment for me to be putting that together and like, man, this guy, uh, you know, grew up in West Virginia and, and here he is trying to, you know, guide young men and these young women uh, through these times where everything you see on, on the, you know, not everything, but a lot of what you see on the news is uh, is troubling and and oftentimes violent. And so he's it's, it was about John walking the fine line of uh, you know how do you how do you tell them what to do when you you've never been in their shoes. And so it uh, it turned out really well, I thought. And you can go over uh, to our website wchstv.com for uh, for more about that. Um, but to kind of come full circle now, it's been difficult in some ways to find sports stories. Uh, but I think that's where we've really actually been able to blossom. And I, I give credit to everybody out there that makes sports uh, the, the centerpiece of their, their work. Because right now it's kind of been like, uh, you know, kind of like stand up, you know, like, are you going to find stories? Are you going to find kids to talk to and athletes and, and things out there? And, and I think that we've done really well. It has been challenging at times because you need a new story every day. Uh, but I think that we've done really, really well finding good, wholesome stories. Um, even during these times when, when there haven't been scores to report on. Yeah, and to illustrate your point, um, it's very challenging for reporters, for members of the media. Yeah, I, I am more of a talk show host these days than a beat reporter like, say, Grant Trailer or a, a, a sports anchor like you, yourself, Mark Martin. But still, we all, you know, we all basically cover the same thing, just in slightly mm-hmm. different ways. Um, have you found it challenging, especially in the uh, in the shadow of uh, our recent times, to try to tell a story that we don't necessarily have the correct perspective on? Or, as you mentioned, we don't have the same life experiences as those who are speaking up for the Black Lives Matter movement. And so are you finding it challenging to try to find that story, but to listen more than just tell a story? Yeah. And, and part of the difficulty is you can be a great listener and, you know, you can find people that want to talk and, you know, but our job is mainly about how can you get the best out of that person and how can you get the best from what they say and, and explain it to somebody else, you know, anybody, Everybody listens, and, and for the most part, everybody can talk, but 
can you do a good enough job taking what they said and turning it into a clear message and, you know, not blurring what their point is, blurring their message, you know, and, and yeah, it, it has been difficult at some point because sometimes, you know, it, and I think this goes for everybody now, you don't, you're almost, you're afraid to speak sometimes. And, and I was thinking about this today, you know, fundamentally it, Back in kindergarten, one of the very first rules that they ever taught you was think before you speak. And I think that that is more apparent now than ever. You do have to think before you speak about what you say. I mean, there is a fine line of going too far and and oftentimes not saying enough. And so as a person, just a member of this community, you you do want to feel like you have a voice in what's going on. You don't want to you know, cower in the corner and, and not feel like that you're either helping, you know, a cause if, if you feel like the, the things are wrong. But at the same time, you don't want to push buttons so much that you're going to offend somebody. So it, it has been difficult to <laughs> try and keep that uh, from falling in and blending into <laughs> my job. So it has been difficult to... Uh, you know, make sure that you're not saying the right, the wrong thing at the wrong time um, during this job. But uh, for the most part, man, look, at the end of the day, the people, the, these protests and, and the riots that are going on right now, that for the majority of, of our Newsday now we are covering, they want to be heard. And sometimes you just have to let people speak. And it's not and not just protesters and rioters, but there, there are other angles to this and other sides. I mean, you know, I mean, there are politicians that want to speak. There are members of the police community that want to speak. So it's really now the news isn't so much about uh, finding it, it. It's not so much about clearing up the message. It, it's just, hey, let these people talk. You know, you do less talking, but them do the talking. And so it, it has been challenging at times, but uh, we're, we're getting better, Paul. CJ Harvey's with us, WCHS and Fox 11. And I feel like I I don't want to be political, but I felt like a couple of days ago I need to re-acknowledge because the people who know me know where I am, where I stand, how I feel, the true people, the true people who are my friends. Uh, but I felt like I need to reaffirm that just so, look, yeah, here I am. I acknowledge that Black Lives Matter and sometimes you just need to hear it because you need to know that that person loves you. And we have relationships with student athletes, uh, you know, of different levels on campus, CJ. And honestly, yeah, I, I couldn't look at any of them in the, the eye if I didn't, you know, understand or try to understand what their voice was or what they were trying to say. I mean, it, it would just, I couldn't look them in the eye if I didn't make that effort or make that attempt or try to, to hear them. And try to understand them, not not listen, hear them. Yeah, uh, no, completely. And and like you said, it's it's difficult. A lot of us haven't been in the same shoes. Look, I I've never stepped in the same shoes as a lot of the people that are that are protesting around the country right now. They they're fighting a different fight than I will ever probably have to fight, and a fight that I've never even considered that I needed to fight really up until the last few years. So you you do want to be honest with these people, you know, these student athletes that we know and, and try and 
sympathize in some ways, but you do, and it does create some empathy when you see how, even in athletics, how unfair some situations are uh, just because of somebody's background, and it's unfortunate. Um, you know, and somebody told me the other day, look, just because you, you speak out, it, don't feel like you have to speak out. If you want to speak out, by all means, now is the time to do it. If you feel like you need things to clear off your chest, by all means, say those things. You know, do so in a respectful way, but don't feel like you have to hide your feelings or hide your emotions or hide your opinions because what we're seeing right now is showing your opinion is what's really, I mean, kind of what people hope changes the world, is what they're hoping changes, uh, you know, personal beliefs, and they, they hope to in- inspire people. I mean, now is the time to let your voice be heard, even if you don't necessarily have something to say don't feel like you can't say but if you do have something to say by all means now is the time to speak up and and uh you know let your let your uh voice be heard cj harvey's my guest wchs and fox 11 of course does an outstanding job and um you've got a platform and i've got a platform and you know i think part of the reason why we like our job so much even on those days where it's just it can be grueling and we just we get down, we remember, hey, we're telling stories. I mean, we get to talk to these young student-athletes. We get to tell their story. We get to experience their story with them. It's not just X's and O's and box scores for us. I mean, I think that's at least – maybe I don't want to speak for you, but I'm sure that's you know part of your, your joy for this is you get to tell that story. Yeah, completely. And, and even now, more – there are no box scores to talk about. If – this is kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, the, the struggle it's been in some ways um, to get content out, to, to still have a sports cast. If you didn't really love your job before all of this, I guarantee you're really struggling right now. But for those, I mean, you and I, I know, have invested a lot of hours of our lives into this to make ourselves better. I mean, now is the time that you're seeing people who are doing well, you know, um, and, and it is about the storytelling. When there are no box scores to report, uh, are you are you going to be okay? And I, I've got to say, um, you know, just in general, I think everybody in the Charleston-Huntington market and, and to the boundaries of Ohio and, and Kentucky, everybody that, you know, listens into this program and, and watches our television station, I, I feel like everybody has done a fantastic job. Um, there is enough going on here still to make sure that there's plenty of content to cover. And uh, from a sports perspective, I think all of the sports personalities uh, around have done a fantastic job. And I give credit to everybody right now because it's kind of, you know, uh, theater famine right now. And, and everybody, I think, in, in my opinion, has done well. I know personally our department has done very well. And, you know, Mark and Josh. And so uh, we've done really well. And even for the news, I, I can speak for the news side now, too. You know, I, I think everybody at our station has done well. So. Yeah, if you didn't love it before now, you certainly aren't loving it now, but you are, you're okay. If you really enjoyed it before, I'm, I'm sure that you're even finding uh, new ways to enjoy the job now, even if not all the news around us is, is always positive. No, it's been a, it's been a challenge for, for me personally. It's been a major challenge, and we've talked personally, so you know, I won't go too far there, but it's been a challenge because you know, every day I try to come in here and you know, I, I leave wondering, okay, did I do a good enough job? And you know, hopefully I, I can say that at the end of the day. But, yeah, it's it's been tough. Uh, and part of this is because, you know, 
we're back in a pandemic right now, still in a pandemic, and uh, there is still so much uncertainty, so much questioning to if we're going to have sports this fall. The NBA is about ready to unveil a plan. The NHL is trying to get restarted. Baseball, I don't know what they're doing. High school sports, and that to some degree of success is starting back up except in Kanawha County as uh, the <laughs> yeah. school officials uh, not approving the first portion of the SSAC's three-plan phase or three-phase plan. Surprising. There's no question about it because I, uh, I've i spoken to a few coaches now that say, you know, some are rightfully concerned about getting back out on the field. Um, you know, I think you saw the story today. Uh, it was uh, – and in in, it's been floating around um, about three marshal personnel, uh, a, a marshal uh, personnel member and two players tested positive for COVID-19. Of course, Marshall's got a bunch of players coming back. They're getting ready to go on. Uh, well, they've been going, but they did have a few people test positive for COVID-19. So when you allow these, these high school guys to go back, or, I mean, just in terms of sample size, somebody, one of these guys is bound to have it. You know, some of these kids are bound to have it, and, and I have no idea. That could be totally false, and, and who really knows? I don't know. But just in terms of numbers, uh, I'm sure somebody might have it, could have it. So when you throw all these kids back together, you're not testing them. There is, you know, some rightful, uh, important questions that come up with that. And so I think Kanawha County is trying to answer some of that by saying, hey, we're not ready to do this at all. And I, I think that that's some of the fear that's um, – sitting out there right now um and i know some some coaches are still you know worried about getting back out there i had a coach tell me the other day you know the nfl major league baseball they're not practicing (laughs) so how are they going to send uh you know these kids that mark these coaches and kids that aren't making a dime in comparison to you know what the professionals are doing you know how how come that they can go out there and everybody's just going to be seeing like okay go ahead good luck you know, but none of the professional guys are back out there. So there, there are a lot of good questions out there right now. But like you said, when when everybody else gets to practice, all the counties around Kanawha County are going to get to start practicing in, in those in that phase one. And Kanawha County's not. Now you feel left out. You know, now now even some coaches that were like, well, I don't know. Now they're thinking, okay, well this kind of stinks. You know, and if they're going to let us go back out there, at least let us go back out there. So I, I thought it was a surprising call from Kanawha County. Of course, there's an election going on right now. There are a couple of Kanawha County board members up for elections, a new superintendent coming in as well. I think uh, maybe some of that is also in the mix of the decision to uh, withhold players and coaches from going out and practicing. But uh, yeah, no, a surprising decision for me. I thought it was a a surprising announcement, but uh, hey, look, they're going to get back at it. It sounds like uh, they're going to meet here in a couple of weeks and it will be back on the field. In no time, I'm sure. C.J. Harvey's my guest, WCHS and Fox 11. And, of course, uh, tonight uh, you can go back, C.J., and listen to this on the podcast that I'll tag you in when we post it <laughs> on social media. So you can actually go and listen to it, and you can share it with your friends, including Michelle Carroll from WCHS. You could uh, share that because uh, I'm proud of her for her second-place finish in our Fantasy Hockey League. Good deal. She uh, rightfully and deservingly so finished second. Do some of us think that she could have finished first? Possibly. But she did, deservingly so, finish in second. So congrats, Michelle.
<laughs> I'm going to put this out there right now. Uh, I will challenge her to a charity NHL <laughs> seven game playoff. NHL twenty. Not a bad idea. You know what? I'll Not do a it. Bad idea. NHL twenty. You I don't know. own the game, but if we can, if we can arrange it where both of us can get the game. Um, I'll challenge her right now for charity uh, seven best of seven series. Best of seven. I'll be interested. Uh, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I, I don't know if she has a gaming system or what, but I think we could make that work. Let's make it I work. Think we could make that work. So I can cr- okay. so I can crush her and silence you oh, once and for deal. all. <laughs> good deal. And I'm going to crush cool. her too. You know why? Because I'm, it's not. It's not her. It's you. She's going to yeah, pay. She's going to pay for I, you. I see. Well, then now you're making me it, it, look. I don't want to get in the crossfire between all that. That's uh, hey, look. That's going I'm going to be honest with you. She trash talked for you. <laughs> it's did. like you two are trash talking for each other. Like you know, CJ's going to get you, <laughs> and you're like Michelle's going to get you. It's like, are you two coordinating? That's uh no. That just means that we see too much of each other at work. I think that when we can speak for each other, I think that means that uh, we've been working with each other for uh, too much. This this. <laughs> These latest uh, events have made us a little stir crazy. So when you can defend somebody else, I think that just means you've been around them too much. CG Harvey, my guest. Uh, give everyone my best up at uh, CHS, Mark Martin, and all the guys. Give everybody my best. I will. Hey, Paul, I, I am going to throw this out there. You um, you know, I know that you have your podcast. We're, we are starting a podcast as well. Uh, a couple of uh, buddies of I. You will definitely have to be a guest on this podcast. I can do uh, that. We are. It's called Mountaineer Media, the Mountaineer Media podcast. We've uh, just started getting the uh, the things in motion, and you know what we're trying to do is just have a bunch of people from West Virginia that love West Virginia on the podcast, uh, really um, talking about West Virginia, and, and really uh, doesn't matter where you're from, what walk of life, what background that you're from, you can you know you can kind of do anything if you put your mind to it and uh we're just getting a bunch of great interesting stories and good examples of west virginians who have been successful in some uh in some manner and uh you know just trying to uh maybe better the state's image and uh get some uh maybe inspire some people as well and, and paul definitely you uh you'll have to be on the podcast with us it's the mountaineer media podcast our first episode drops on west virginia day june 20th so we're really excited about that can you tease your guest <laughs> yeah i don't know we haven't confirmed our first episode guest yet. We can't. We we haven't confirmed our first episode guest yet, but uh, we are definitely going to uh, be putting all that. It's it's in the motion, in the works right now. It's Mark Martin, isn't it? It's Mark Martin. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're trying to. We're trying to figure it out. I'll be on. Sure. Anytime. Anytime you need me. All right. Know. Awesome. Perfect. C J Harvey. Thanks, sir. Appreciate you. Paul, buddy. Take care and uh, stay safe. I, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I, I don't know when we'll see each other next, but I, I hope it's sooner rather than later, buddy. Yeah, well, that was the thing I talked about yesterday. Will I see you? I mean, will I be allowed in the press box? Will you be allowed in the press box? I mean, Mark, will Martin, there be a press box at all? Right, Mark know. Martin will be allowed, but that was the question. <laughs> yeah, they, him, Steve Cotton, maybe a few others. <laughs> they will be allowed up there, I can safely say. Could yeah. you imagine it? The press box consists of Jason Courier, Steve Cotton, <laughs> Mark Martin, Bill Cornwell. What if they, uh, that would be quite the, that would be a rowdy party that we need to have like a camera in there just for that crew. That would be a, a lot of fun to watch. What if they had to just be on the field and just do it all from the field? Yeah, they, you know what? Or the, or the camera okay? deck. They could do it like a high school game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Open air, outside. 
Not a bad, not a bad idea. No, we'll mention that. I'll mention that to Mark. Okay, I can't wait to hear his response. I guarantee I can already tell you what his response will be, and it's not going to be a good one. He I will not be a happy camper. I can't wait. You know, just tell him, hey, uh, I heard on Swan's, uh, Swan show today that you got to do the games from the, the camera deck. Yeah, see what he says. Okay, I'll pass it along. I will. CJ yeah. Harvey, my guest. Thanks, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah. Paul, good talking to you. Thank you, guys. C.J. Harvey, WCHS, and Fox 11. We're going to wrap this one up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget... The podcast will be posted soon, and then you can download it and listen to any part of today's show or any episode that you missed. All you have to do is subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you've got our Alexa skill, you can listen to the podcast that way. So let's say you have an Echo. You have a, a, Those are great, by the way. Enable our skill, and then you can ask our skill to play our show. And I've, I've made it real simple for you. All you have to do is say, Alexa, ask ESPN 94.1 to play The Drive. And it will play the latest episode that it has grabbed. And, of course, refresh times may vary. Um, It's a new service that we have added to our our Alexa skill, and uh, it's been working out pretty good so far. So if you miss any part of today's show or you just want to go back and listen to the show or you don't listen to it live and you want to find another way to listen to it, you can do it that way. Or, of course, you can listen to it through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn. You can use your smartphone as the player. You can use your Alexa. Uh, I believe you can do it on Google Home devices as well. I haven't played with that as much, but we're going to find out. Uh, As soon as I can get a Google device into my uh, grubby little hands. Uh, Spencer, our producer, is telling me he's got one and he can listen to it that way. So uh, is that correct? You can listen to it that way? Okay, cool. I haven't been able to play with one yet. So uh, we're going to uh, – what's the um, vacation word? You just ask it to play it on TuneIn? The podcast, is that how you use, you use TuneIn or – you don't? okay. But you, you – oh, you have to try. I got you. Okay. I understand. Um, you know, we don't have like a real true talkback feature here, so I'm listening to him through the glass. And the Google speakers, I think you can listen to it as well. So uh can't wait to hear what the report is on that. But – I've been using my Alexa for some time now, and it's great. And, of course, you can stream the radio station with our skill as well. You want to find out how you get the skill, the easiest place to go is our website at wrvc.com. We've also got links for our streaming player. It's available on iOS and Android devices. The link is right there. You don't have to go anywhere else. If you are trying to find it, search for it, start at wrvc.com. I would appreciate it if you followed me on social media. You can find me at Paul Swan on Twitter. You can find the show on Facebook. Just search The Drive with Paul Swan. And I appreciate it if you're able to follow me on social media. We post all kinds of things there at all hours of the night. Just depends on when one of us is awake. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Special thanks to our producer this afternoon, Spencer Dupuis. Appreciate him. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone.
Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.